Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Great to have you with us. It is the end of the week, and you know what that means here on Political Coffee. It means that you and I, the opportunity to have conversations about whatever you want to talk about on Fridays. Politically, that is. We don't get too much in the other things, but the things that really do matter are the political things because they, uh, sadly, they impact our lives a lot more than we want to admit. But this is the opportunity that you and I have every day to influence people in our world to have persuadable conversations with persuadable people. So, Two more lawsuits filed against Measure 114. I want to talk a little bit about that. Also want to talk, I want to finish up the J. Valentine American Thinker Report. Headlined, here's how they did it. Real-time election fraud. There's a companion story that I have out of the Epoch Times about a judge, an Arizona judge forcing, ruling that Cochise County certify election results, which they voted to do yesterday. It's a three, uh, it's a smaller county. It's very Republican. It's on the border. There's two Republicans, one Democrat on this, this county commission. The two Republicans voted to not certify the other day. Katie Hobbs, who is the Secretary of State, now the governor-elect, supposedly, is saying that they have to certify. They said no, because we don't believe the voting equipment was properly certified in accordance with the law. The election officials say no, they were. So she sues them. And a judge says, well, you got to do it. Now, this relates to something that was shared with me last night that is relatively new here in Oregon. Now, last night, I once a month, I host a... Um, long-running conservative meeting in the Portland metro area. The longest-running conservative meeting. And it is uh, well, the Oregon Executive Club. Started out many years ago in the 70s as a group of business owners in the East Multnomah County that decided, decided to start working together to become politically active. And out of that grew some some powerful measures back when it was easy to put measures on the ballot that have impacted our lives, like Measure 5, which has saved Oregon property owners at least $20 billion in property taxes. Yes, you heard me right, $20 billion. 
at least. In the first 10 years, it saved 10 billion, at least. It was implemented in 1990. That came out of the Oregon Executive Club. There were other measures, good measures, some of which the court struck down, like the one requiring public employees to have to literally contribute to their own PERS. That measure was struck down by the courts. That came out of the Oregon Executive Club. So it's it's a group. Now we've had Dr. Frank there. We've had others. Typically, any person running for on the conservative side for statewide office comes to the Oregon Executive Club. We're a group of activists, even though we're kind of not an activist club in many ways we are. Last night, one of the plaintiffs in the Mark Thielman federal lawsuit was there and suggested something to me, and I want to share this with you because it, it does... Um, does well it's it's related to why this Cochise County Arizona Board of Commissioners decided not to certify apparently this was news to me until I learned it last night apparently our Secretary of State in Oregon has said you can't get the cast vote records until after all the elections are certified well, it doesn't say that anywhere in Oregon law. She just ruled it. So right now we're requesting patriots all over Oregon who do not have faith necessarily or who want transparency and accuracy and, well, what Ronald Reagan said, trust but verify. They want the verification that our vote tabulation machines are properly and accurately counting the votes. Now, this is what Cochise County alleged, and they had good reason to, to allege it. By the way, where was the RNC in standing up against Mark Elias? You know, Hillary Clinton's lawyer that did all of the lawsuits around the country prior to the 2020 election that led to all of these mail-in ballots for states that don't have it as a law, illegally sending them out. Yeah, that guy. He represented Katie Hobbs, the Democrat. We know the steal is happening in Arizona and other places and maybe even in Oregon. And that's why the cast vote record is so important. Remember, it is the record of when your ballot, if it was counted. Did you hear that? Let me say that to you again. If your ballot was counted, how do you know? You know that it's received because you can go to the Secretary of State's website, right? And check out to see that it was received. But do you know that it was counted? This is what Mark Thielman said last night when he gave us an update at the Oregon Executive Club on his federal lawsuit against Oregon. And these 12 counties. And by the way, there's a lot more news that's going to come out on that. But here's what he said. And this is how you can participate. And I want you to take this to heart. He said it in our interview that we had that we played sort of last week. You can find that last Friday. You can find that uh, at kslm.news. Go to local podcast. You can listen to the whole thing. 
It was an hour-long interview. KSLM.news, go to local podcast, click on Political Coffee at the top, and then find Last Friday. Click on it. You can not only listen to it, but you can see uh, his uh, the link to his uh, Battleground Oregon webpage. Here's what you can do, and this is so simple. You simply make a public records request to physically go to your county election office to see your signature envelope. You know, the one you signed and you put in the mail or you put in the ballot box? To physically go see it. And then you want to physically see your ballot. What? They're not supposed to be able to find your ballot. Well, I can tell you in Lynn County, my ballot had a QR code on it. That was the same as I put my QR reader on my smartphone over it. It sent me to a number. That same number was the number printed on the envelope with my name on it and my signature. Under Oregon law, that's not supposed to be, but it is. Anyway, you can simply ask to see your ballot, to see the batch, because they they literally process these ballots through these vote tabulation machines in batches. Ask them to see the batch. What batch number? When was it processed? I want to see my envelope. I want to physically inspect it. I want to see my ballot. Now, in doing that, you expose what's happening. You expose and you provide ammunition for this class action lawsuit. That's what it is. It's a federal class action lawsuit. Because they're not going to be able to show you those things. Did you know that? Try it. It's very simple. All you need to do is send an email. Again, this is up on the Battleground Oregon website. Okay? Now, the cast vote record. This is that record that shows when your ballot was actually put through one of these vote tabulation machines. Okay? Shows you when. Now, Here's the thing about this. Katie or Shamia Fagan, our Secretary of State, has said without lawful ability to enforce it, she's advised the county clerks not to give any cast vote records until the election is certified. By then, it's too late. Because what the cast vote record does, and it will not be accurate, compares the numbers of ballots that actually were placed through the machine versus how many the machine said were passed through it. That's why. Shamia Fagan is in on it, folks. She has to be. And we're going to get 
back to here's how they stole the election. Here's how they did it. Because, well, to move 31,000 voters zip codes in this county that Jay Valentine talks about, to move their zip codes on September 3rd, send those ballots out. They come back undeliverable for the obvious reason. And then quietly change those addresses and zip codes back on September 15th, 12 days later. For that to happen, at least one person and probably more in that county had to be acting illegally and on purpose. That didn't happen by accident. How much of that is going on here? This is why the cast vote record and Shamia Fagan has said, again, without lawful statutory authority to give advice to the county clerks, don't give out the cast vote records until after the election certified. Now, this is what Jay Valentine talks about, how Republicans use this as a tactic and it doesn't work. After the fact, lawsuits. Because so far, no judge has granted them, but there are 50 lawsuits across America and there may be, as, as Janice Dysinger said last night, maybe as many as eight here in Oregon right now. Now, when we come back, we're going to continue this, but got a great email from John McDowell about the updates on these two new lawsuits on Measure 114. That's a big deal. Because there's a federal hearing today in front of the federal judge to stop the implementation of it, if I can talk. Back in a moment. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Battlegroundoregon.org is Mark Fieldman's website. Please uh, go there and um, and participate with them in this lawsuit. Do ask. Make a public records request to see your ballot image, to see your actual s- signature envelope, to go down there and see it, to look at the batch number when it was run. Not going to be able to show it to you folks. That then allows you to add yourself into a class action lawsuit, and that's what this is. It's Freedom Friday. You can call and talk about anything you want to talk about today. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Like the one from John McDonald, not McDowell, McDonald. Say his name correctly. Um, he says, Jeff, there are... Things moving rapidly with the Measure 114 lawsuit. So far, it appears that there are three complaints, three lawsuits that have been filed or with the support by or with the support of national organizations. Some are joining existing complaints. 
just got word that both the NRA, the NRA has filed a new lawsuit. This was a uh, Channel 6 story last night. It is also a story uh, in the Oregonian by the NRA. That the NRA and the Oregon Firearms Federation lawsuit, both of them are requesting temporary restraining orders from this egregious unconstitutional action from being implemented next week, folks, December the 8th. They're going to hear, apparently, both of these temporary restraining order requests tomorrow, or excuse me, today, this morning, 10 o'clock, at the Mark Hatfield Federal Courthouse in downtown Portland. If that's the case, there should be a packed courtroom with plenty of fireworks. The NRA case is fry et al. John called several major networks to see if they're going to be covering this, but only got a yes reply from Channel 12. They'll all be there. It's a big deal. John concludes by saying, our efforts to fight this have not been wasted. We have a good chance of defeating this and setting national precedents. That's correct. And I'll tell you why, because in the, I think it's in the Oregonian story, they've got a, um, one of these story to, stories today has the Willamette law professor, constitutional law professor, saying that he does not think Professor Norman Williams, director of the Center of Constitutional Government Willamette University, says, in reality, this is nothing more than an attempt to stifle, stifle, if not outright prevent the purchase of firearms throughout Oregon. I'll be surprised if the federal government allows Measure 114 to go into effect next week. He goes on to say, I think the real problem for the federal court tomorrow, today, and the problem for the state of Oregon are the questions about how soon you can start up the permitting process. How soon can you start up the training programs that are required for the permitting process? That's absolutely correct. And it is the focus of the NRA lawsuit. That all happens today, folks. It's a big deal. All right. It's also a big deal that it's your day to call and talk about anything you want to talk about politically. 503-589-1220. It is Freedom Friday. That is the Power Buick GMC talk line. And thank you to My Power Honda. MyPowerHonda.com. Power Honda out of Albany. Part of the Power Auto Group. They specifically sponsor this show. Thank you to them for doing that. We appreciate it. Looking for a good or used or new vehicle. Go to MyPowerHonda.com. Let's start first with Art, and we'll move on to Ron. Art, good morning. Happy Friday. Hey, Jeff, would you give the lady, I forget what her name is, that's doing this voter integrity stuff my phone number? Yes. Uh, Janice Janice Dysinger is who you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, I want to get involved and stuff, so I need to get her contact information and stuff. Uh, we obviously most definitely have to be proactive. And to tell you the truth, Jeff, I'm kind of salivating uh, because <laughs> okay. I have I have a new representative and a new senator 
in the state legislature. And I can't wait until they're sworn in so we can start, we can start, all of us, to be proactive in, uh, you know, taking care of this severe problem. And truthfully speaking, they can be really helpful. And, of course, I'm talking about Kevin Mannix and uh, Kim Thatcher, who are probably, you know, the two best legislators, I think, that are in the legislature <laughs> now. Uh, and we've got a lot of work to do coming up because we got this session and we got to clean up the mess, including, you know, this garbage about us, the state, passing laws or even putting laws out there to maybe get passed that are unconstitutional and stuff. You and I both know, Jeff, that our state legislature, the Republican side, has been kind of soft and squishy. And it's our responsibility to hold them accountable, put their nose to the grindstone. And if they don't do the right thing, then we need to expose them, like on KFLM, on your show and other ways. Thank you, Art. You're right on the money. God bless. We need to hold our Republicans accountable. Put the pressure on them. Back in a moment. Ronnie, hang on. I'll get you on the other side of the break. It's 630. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us. It is Freedom Friday. Let's go right back to the phones and we'll talk to Ronnie. Ronnie, good morning. How are you today? I'm okay. Sunrise. Almost got snowed on in Placerville, but other than that... uh... Beautiful day. Uh, my two points. Number one, RNC leadership ain't done a damn thing. Um, and I have done, I, if I had to be a delegate, be a no confidence vote from Mr. Ronald McDaniel and the vice chair. Why in the heck would you send to her a nominee two rhinos and a, 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 a Christy Queen, Christy Queen, um, Christy, and you send out a think like the guy, the guy from uh, the governor of, uh, what's he called, who's basically a Democrat? How is that serving Republican principles? Two, well, they don't, they don't want to get involved. They had every opportunity. They wanted to come in from behind and play defense. Look what we've done. But they don't want to put their teeth in the machinery right behind our candidates. That's another reason they kick, kick her butt out. And the last thing I want to point out, remember one of your proposals that you uh, had? And I believe personally uh, that one of the proposals that came out of the executive court, they went through and ticked down because it was going to be a constitutional amendment because it had too many items. Why in the heck we're not going at that on Measure 114? And the last thing I will say is that when I get back, I will check my ballots and... I'm out of state right now. 
in the People's Republic of California. But there, a lot of places I visit, very conservative areas, when you get outside Sacramento, when you get outside the Bay Area. And they're trying to survive just like all of us up above. So keep everybody along the left coast of prayer because they got to open up their eyes. We need them to step out. And it starts locally in the government and school boards. And then does, the last thing right. is the prayers on, is the prayer on, uh, on our, on our state Republican party. They need to get some bollocks in the legislature. Canope better get off this horn and Ms. Breezy Iverson need to get off her rat and stand up for us, the people, not sit and take it in the keister. That's all I have to say, man. God bless you and have a good weekend. All right, same to you, Ronnie. Thank you. That's Ronnie's thoughts on Freedom Friday. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails always to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. I do want to thank, once again, Freedom Heating and Air. Man, it's really cold out there. We're talking snow. So if your heating system is not working then maybe you ought to call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out and they'll fix it for you right away. It's one of the ways they've built truly a great business for 50 years here in the Mid-Valley area. Freedom Heating and Air, .net, all one word, is their website, Freedom Heating and Air, all one word, .net. Or call them at 503-580-1456. 5-6. Let's go to Freddie. Freddie, good morning. What's on your mind today on Freedom Friday? Oh, good morning. I'm from uh, driving a semi-truck in California, and I wanted to talk about communications. Okay. Um, like um, playing the uh, KSLM.news and playing the radio uh, to Bluetooth from my phone to my AM, FM, Bluetooth radio, so I can hear it in the truck. I can hear your program from California. Um, second, uh, people can share your podcast, you know, through social media, through email, through Facebook. Hey, this is really important. Uh, the 114 um, measure being in court today, so you could post something on your Facebook or send an email to your best friends or uh, SMS message and reference uh, Jeff's podcast uh, at news. And last, somebody that's artistic could create a little banner, a, a PNG or JPEG file that you could put on your Facebook and your, your story for today or a post on your Facebook timeline, this JPEG that would talk about gun control 114, the court today, because um, a little bit harder to censor uh, a picture than it is uh, to censor your words, where it doesn't get posted on other uh, yeah. people's Facebook line. Fred, that that's a great uh, that's a great suggestion, and we'll we'll take it to heart. And I appreciate you making it today. Be safe driving around out there, okay? Uh, Thanks for It's nice and dry. I'll leave you in the snow and safe. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, exactly. You're where it's thank, warm and sunny. Uh, all thank right. You. Thanks, Fred. I appreciate it very much. Be safe out there. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 
503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm. Dot news. Also want to thank Rebecca Donaldson for being one of our great sponsors of this radio show and this station. You hear her ads. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, she's your real estate broker. You should seriously consider. Why? Because she won the Best of the Willamette Valley Award because she's really good at what she does. That means in this changing real estate market that changes moment by moment right now, she can represent you the very best. That's important. So give her a call, 503-269-0747, 269-0747. Check out her website, rebeccasgothouses.com. Rebeccasgothouses.com. Let's go to Gary. Gary, good morning. How are you? Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Go Beavs. Hey, Gary, I got to read uh, a, a quick email to you for it. It is a email from Ed to me about something I said last week. And, and I want to get your, you know, and I'll give you plenty of time to talk about what you want to okay. talk about here. But I want to get your reaction. Sure. He says last week, uh, he said it was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Before He said he heard me clearly state on the radio that RMNA vaccines change a person's DNA. See, where did you get that information? It's flat wrong. And then he cites the CDC and, quote, unquote, other reputable sources. He wants me to advise the radio program that I'm wrong and disseminate accurate information. And he says everyone, regardless of political party, has an obligation to speak only the truth. Do you believe and are there doctors, physicians, experts in the field who believe that RMNA vaccines do change your DNA. You mean MNRA, or MRNA. Yeah, yeah, um, MRNA. Yes. Uh, I'm not exactly the one, the, the source that you should be talking to, uh, but I can put you in touch with our research person who actually ran CDC's lab for uh, infectious diseases here in uh, Portland for a number of years, who is, knows this inside and out. And she states categorically that it will change your DNA, period, into discussion, including adding uh, those um, spikes on your cells. But that's sort of one of that leads into what I was wanting to talk to you about. Okay. Our group that we're starting is uh, stop the uh, stop the mandates. Right. We should get together with your group and do a demonstration for your group to educate you on this mRNA and have him show up there and he can ask all the questions he wants. Okay, fair enough. That That's not a bad idea. I believe Dr. Malone, uh, who is the basically the inventor of mRNA, has said, I believe this is correct, that it does change your DNA. I'm 99% sure, but... I'm not, I'm not a research expert. We've got people that are the top of the, you know, like PhD level that have been studying this for two years. And yes, it does change your DNA, but I'm not the one to, to do that, to say that. Um, they've got the research, they've got the knowledge. Okay. Very good. Thank you. And if you want, if you want, 
me to have her call you sometime, you can you can talk to her. Yes, have her have her send me a text message. That's always I will. She's out of country right now, but yes, I just don't pick up the phone if I don't recognize the number. I've learned that lesson the hard way. (laughs) Right. You just take a little time with her, and I think these groups, because they're so interconnected, should get together and exchange ideas uh, rather than being focused on one thing. We're all fighting the same battle. And this, you know, we need to network together so that we, when we have these questions asked, we can answer them properly um, and uh, not just take what the government's telling us or the, the CDC's telling us. Because the CDC's lying, we're seeing people die every day suddenly. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just a common occurrence. You're seeing two or three young people, famous actors or sports people, die every day. That's unexplainable. Is the documentary. When we come back, folks, thank you, Gary. Go be. When we come back, the rest of how's here, how is it they are stealing elections and what that means for us in Oregon? Don't go away. Freedom Friday. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Ten minutes till the top of the hour. It's Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220 or emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news, like the one I got from Linda. Says, I agree with Art. How can so few people challenge the Constitution of the United States with these bogus measures and improperly worded on the ballot? The First and Second Amendments are supposed to be the most sacred and are the most back or attacked, rather, by the left. Terry and Loopy sent me an email, said, Jeff, no one is talking about the really complicated part of this terrible measure. This class, which is not funded, is to show you a proficient using a gun. This is the class she's referring to, to buy a gun. The big problem is you cannot borrow a gun for the class. The sheriffs cannot loan you a gun to use, and you do not own the gun you are trying to buy yet. So how can you prove proficiency? Yeah, that's just a small issue. Julie writes an email, says, Greater Oregon and Measure 114. The counties who voted 60-40 or 70-30 no on Measure 114 are the same counties who voted with the same ratio to join Idaho. I can see a relationship there. Can you? Yeah, I can. Dale writes, I'm requesting of listeners prayer for the Ukrainians who are now freezing in the dark. In addition to all the other myriad torments the demonic entity Putin has inflicted on them. And then there's a further text says, the Arizona election was the dirtiest. They all will also screw the national election in 24. 
Hobbs running for governor while in charge of elections is banana republic, felonious election tampering, manipulation, and fraud. And he says, I see Dennis Linthicum as one of the best. Yes, he is. Stands firmly for liberty, which we need desperately. Desperately, folks. Now, to finish up the American Thinker article about how the real-time election fraud is, is completed. This is part of ballot box stuffing. How do they do that? Well, you have to have, for massive fraud to occur with ballot box stuffing, you have to have complicit election officials. That's all there is to it. He gives the example in this American Thinker article. I had it on the show plan yesterday. I'll have it on again today. About how county election managers changed the zip codes of 31,000 voters in this particular county on September 3rd. The ballots went out. They came back. The 31,000 is undeliverable. Somebody picked them up. Valid ballots. Who was that somebody? And where's the evidence that they picked them up? Well, apparently they have it. They would have had to have gotten them from the Postal Service. Was it a nonprofit, as we know, happens in Oregon, by the way, according to the Mark Thielman federal lawsuit? Was it a nonprofit featured in 2000 Mules? Well, 12 days later, those addresses were quietly changed back. The point is that Republicans are not tracking this in real time. They're relying on the NCOA. Now, this is one of the strategies that Mike Lindell puts out there. And it's not wrong, folks, because we are catching in those states that allow this kind of thing to happen. Or rather, these states, let me, I don't want to misspeak here. These states that say you cannot vote from any out of state unless you are certified basically to do so the ncoa does not catch this fraud that they have found now the question is what are they doing about it? is anybody going to sue over it now this is one of the things that he talks about is the failing strategy is that we find out about this stuff later on with the cast boat records and so forth and we sue But it's too late. Elections have been certified and nobody's going to unwind the election. What he's saying has to happen, and he's right on, is that we need to quit using these old, dumb technology relational databases or relying on them to the extent that they are. We still need to use them, but not rely on them. It's important that we find the phantom voters and bring that to your sheriff and your county commissioners. It's important because we need that as evidence in these lawsuits. But what we've got to do is use new technology. Now, did you know that in Wisconsin, the list, the daily election voter roll list, you got to remember that in Wisconsin, they have same-day voter registration, which is probably coming back to Oregon. 
They charge $12,000 for that list for that day. Did you know that in Wisconsin, in 2016 election, before the election, the Democrats bought that list 28 times? What? Now, in Oregon, it only costs 500 bucks. So somebody needs to be asking in Oregon, how many times was that list bought? Now, why do they buy the list? Well, it's because that list is how they found the 31,500 changed zip codes and how those lists came back. The fractal technology that we are trying to bring to Oregon, this is, I've talked about, this is what Jay Valentine uses, is real time. It, it finds this happening, and he says this. He says, our teams in Wisconsin and Florida are discovering this scam by the truckload. The fractal team, he said, spent the last 20 months with the guidance of Mike Lindell and the encouragement of Sheriff David Clark, former sheriff, black sheriff of Wisconsin. And over a dozen uh, election integrity teams are advancing voter integrity analysis from the old stuff that Republicans, including the RNC, are relying on. We learned that the core strategy to fight ballot-gathering fraud is real-time analysis of voter rolls and cast ballots. Real-time. Not waiting until after the election where, guess who? Shamia Fagan in Oregon has said, well, we're not going to give out. You county clerks, don't give out the cast vote record until after the election. After the vote has been certified. Jay ends his piece here saying, we learned the core strategy of to fight ballot gathering fraud is to is real time analysis of voter rolls and cast ballots. It is also real time analysis of ballot collection points, like large apartment complexes and dorms where ballots gather because there's not an important number or apartment. Real time, it's possible. It's one of the things. We're going to be talking about next week in a very special interview I'm going to bring you on Thursday. And I'm just teasing you with it now. You're going to want to listen to that on Thursday. Folks, have a marvelous weekend. Stay warm. And-